0: Everyone, welcome to Equal Time Soccer. We're live here, expecting to be joined by Molly Rouse, who's uh, currently a Gopher Soccer assistant coach, but as of today, got announced as a new head coach at Dixie State. It's in southwest Utah. It's super close to, uh, I guess not super close, but the closest major city would be Las Vegas, so it's a couple-hour drive. So way down south, she will be escaping Minnesota winters, so we'll be talking to her about that. Um she played her college ball at the U and then left and uh, coached several D1 Saps along the way. She's had two seasons with the Gophers and she will now be going to become a head coach. Uh we'll we'll wait for uh, Molly to join us so I can I can pull her in. We'll take the first little bit to bra- extra brag about her before she gets here. Um you know, everyone on the Gopher staff and everyone with the Gopher program including player parents have always raved about molly um she's she's on the younger side so it was fun to get her to see her jump in and do some drills once in a while but actually people really spoke about her her soccer mind a lot too that she was just such a big um such a big soccer soccer smarts person and brought so much of that to the team um and i think that was that was obvious obviously going to take her take her places she there we go let's Try and pull Molly in here. Well, we'll see, she'll be coming in any second here. Molly. Hi. Hey, how's it going?
1: Oh, great, how are you doing? I'm gonna try and situate this in a way that's...
0: Sure, this is is a big day for you. You're squeezing in. You were like doing an interview with ESPN Radio, so we're very small potatoes. You were like hitting the big time. This is awesome.
1: It has been an absolute whirlwind of a day, and I texted the uh, SID right after, and I was like, I hope I didn't sound as ridiculous as I felt, because (laughs) I am so tired right now, and my brain is fried, and I don't think I was thinking fast enough, so he was like, no, it was fine, so, but, um, so, but it's been just a crazy day.
0: I can't imagine all the messages you're getting. I mean, you've been, you know, you've had several stops in your coaching career. So just all the staffs you've worked with, all the all the players you've worked with, all the club and high school coaches you've worked with to do all that recruiting and all the different parts of the country. I'm sure your phone was exploding. Although maybe a bunch of them knew. You know, we were we were waiting until we heard it officially. But maybe maybe everyone was already sending you that stuff before. But it's such a huge step for you your first head coaching gig, and obviously Dixie State is, is D1 out last year, but they're moving to D or D2 last year, yep. moving to D1 in the WAC. Yep. So so a pretty exciting time to be joining the program as well. Um, just congratulations, first of all, and talk yep. about how it came together.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. like I said, it's kind of been like a whirlwind. Um, so they uh, hired a, like a consulting firm to do uh, that, the um, process to kind of manage the hiring process. And, um, they reached out to me, I think it was during our spring break. So that would have been got, I mean, time is kind of standing still right now, but I think that was three weeks ago.
0: Um,
1: so just like reached out and, um, found out that, you know, a, a couple people who are super supportive, always been in my corner and put my name out there for it. Um, had, you know, conversation with the AD had an interview with the hiring committee, Two weeks ago, last week, had another interview. And then just before the weekend, it all kind of came together. So it's been an absolute whirlwind. And mm-hmm. like you were talking about, you know, the support that people have been uh, been sharing. And I think that's been, especially in this time right now, when
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is just there's so much doom and gloom. And we could be so unhappy about a lot mm-hmm. of things. And it's a very serious situation for a lot of people. Right. But the fact that, like this opportunity has come about in this time and the amount of overwhelming support I've been experiencing in the last like 24 hours has been amazing. And I definitely feel so blessed for the opportunity, but also just incredibly grateful for the people that I have in my life that have been so supportive during this time. So
0: yeah, you. I mean, you've had, you know, you're, I think we're basically the same age. You're in your early 30s, like you've had, but you've coached in a lot of different leagues by now. You've had a few different opportunities before coming back to the U and the Big Ten. And so you've, you've coached in a few different leagues, which means you've probably recruited in a lot of different places. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean you would know, you know, what was then some random D2 school in Utah. So I mean, when when you heard about the opportunity, I mean, what did you know about um, Dixie State? And then maybe more broadly kind of, what are you going into expecting, uh, you know, to be able to win and compete in the WAC, which maybe you have a little bit more um, understanding of?
1: Yeah, so I, I honestly, when they reached out, I did not know much about Dixie State University. And so I had to do a little bit of research and um, learned pretty quickly about, just the culture that they have there as an athletic department. And I mean, obviously making a transition from division two to division one, that's a big step. And Mm -hmm. um, they've been very successful as a department at the division two level. So Mm -hmm. to see like a department reaching for having those kind of lofty goals and, you know, a vision of how they can drive this, to the next level is something that was super attractive to me and mm-hmm. like the women's soccer program um, themselves mm-hmm. have been very successful. I mean, they made it to the Elite Eight last year, mm-hmm. you know, they've been um, pretty consistent with results that they've put up, you know, back to back years and so um, the opportunity to be a part of something that is already in a really strong place mm-hmm. now, taking on a new challenge in a new kind of adventure was something that I was super excited to even be in consideration for at the start of it. And now like even more thrilled that, you know, I've, I've been given this incredible opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that, especially when I talk to folks who go from being a player to a coach, one of the things they talk about is kind of learning what their coaching voice is, especially, you got to go kind of do a different program and come back. But especially if you stay with the program, you were a player in, how do I find my coach's voice? And I think some of that also happens in the jump from being an assistant to being a head coach because you go from, you know, in this role with the U, you were always being a supporter for Steph. So kind of like, how do I carry that party line but then serve my unique role of kind of, I have this relationship, but I'm always kind of, you know, staying underneath where the coach is headed. But now when you're the head coach, you know, you have to find your own kind of leading voice under that. Although I will say some of my favorite memories of you (laughs) are, when I would get to watch like a spring scrimmage or some random closed game, and there's there's less noise, and I'm not tweeting. So I just get to watch you, you yelling instruction across the field is maybe like one of my the most underrated, like go for (laughs) soccer memories I have of just because you had such a such a clear commanding voice. But it's also really, um, I always found it to be really concise, direct, understandable language, like just saying, just being direct and to the point and saying it as you know as loud as you can because you're yelling across the field. So maybe you already have that coach's voice.
1: <laughs> well, I definitely feel like I have been fortunate to have really, really strong mentorship. And I mean you you said it like I, I've been at quite a few stops up to this point. And I think that the the people that I've been able to work for and work with have always done a really good job of trying to, you know, create an environment where, you know, they're empowering this assistant coaches that work under them to be able to grow in that coaching voice and coaching was something that I knew at a very early age I wanted to do and so I've always been very very passionate about it but I've also been fortunate to have those strong leaders above me that have cared to allow me to grow in my coaching voice and so Steph was no exception to that she was really great at fostering an amazing environment for me to grow on the field and also off the field in a lot of different ways. So I definitely feel like, I mean, nobody's ever a hundred percent ready for their first head coaching <laughs> job, but I think I'm as prepared as I possibly was going to be for it. And I have like that too. Um, I, I attest that all to the mentorship and the leadership that I've been able to serve under. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and there's, uh, you know, we talked about the different stops you've you've been under. I mean, in, in the women's side, even at D1, there's over 300 programs. I mean, way, way, way more top level um, women's programs than men's, you know, thanks, you know, almost entirely to Title IX, I'm sure. But there's, you know, so there really are a lot of Division I programs. And so there are a lot in that top tier, but in Minnesota, we're a little bit of an island. So to have the chance to lead a D1 program, you really do have to, you know, not just leave to maybe get a chance to build your chops and build experience, but then when you want to take the jump to becoming the head of a program, it really does, you know, the system almost forces you to leave. So this it it sort of, you know, pushes you to other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, talk about what it takes to make that climb, because I think people probably don't appreciate kind of, um, you know, the willingness there has to be to change locations. I mean, the times you and you and your partner probably had to move or the times you've had to do long distance, or you know, now with a move down, you know, just northeast of Vegas, like to a completely different part of the country that even than where you've coached before. I mean, talk about what it takes if you want to be committed in this field to, to climb those ranks and be able to lead a program and some of those sacrifices you have to make.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I uh, my path in this profession has um, taken me to a lot of different places. And um, I think that, uh the consistent factor in all of that was i always had really strong support Mm -hmm. by the mentors that i had and i mean even like steph she was the one who got me my first head coaching job and i went down to alabama state and i had knew nothing about montgomery alabama other than what i had read in history books and i literally (laughs) jumped in my car with all of my stuff in it and just drove down there um and i think that um when you talk about like sacrifices and needing to like be courageous to make moves. I think that, you know, if I would have stayed at any one of the places that I had been at, I would have learned and I would have grown. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, having the opportunity to experience so many different environments and different levels and different parts of the country, for me in particular, I think has really shaped who I've become as a coach and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of how I view the mentality that you have to have within this profession. And that's not saying that everybody needs to do that, but it certainly has been an incredible experience to be able to, Mm -hmm. you know, see different parts of the country. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I have absolutely loved every stop that I've been at for different reasons. And I think that again, it always comes back to the people. I've, I've been able to be exposed to some incredible human beings and every single place that I've been that has rung true Um, stop to stop. So um, Mm -hmm. I fully know that Dixie State is going to be another one of those places that is going to have really incredible people just the the few that I've been able to connect with just in a short period of time Mm -hmm. are great and super supportive and really excited about this new challenge that they're taking on and Mm -hmm. I'm just super pumped to be a part of it.
0: Yeah there was a just before this, like, there was a funny nugget when I was looking through, you know, I don't follow the WAC that closely. I don't know if the Gophers have ever played anyone in the WAC while I've been covering it. So I looked up the teams and I saw, you know, oh, Seattle U and, and now Dixie State and whatever. And then just before we went on, I saw Emily Bundle, who who yeah. spent, a year, spent a year with the Gophers after being at Baylor and she's a Minnesota kid. Um, she is now transferring to do her grad school and, yeah. and play out maybe her last year. Yep. at Seattle U. So it was a funny, it was a funny moment where you'll, you'll get to see her kind of a fellow Minnesota kid out yeah. on the West Coast.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's the thing that never fails in the soccer world is it is so small. Like it's yeah. a huge soccer world, but at the same <laughs> time, it is so small. So uh, when I was looking through, um, just like kind of looking through results and, you know, mm-hmm. learning a little bit more about the conference, I, that was the first thing that I noticed. And I'm like, well, okay. All right. Minnesota Minnesota <laughs> kids collide again. So that's great. Oh, it's, it'll be an awesome, uh, awesome experience.
0: Well, and you're, you're a Minnesota native. You, you know, you grew up in the Cambridge Asante area, obviously went to the U and then now you, you were able to move back. And so now you're going to escape the winter. You know, you're going down, down south, like I said, the southern part of Utah. So really that beautiful dry desert heat, Um, so, so, so much about kind of cosmetically about your life, I'm sure will be different, but also, you know, you're leaving a place that, you know, you spent a lot of years, when you got hired, I was texting other members of the staff and people associated with the program, and it was like, the most excitement I've ever received from anyone, SJ, who I think maybe overlapped with you in the playing years, was just like, her level of excitement was unreal like they're you know people just love that you were coming to the program and they just they just love and respect the hell out of you so I mean you've you know you've played here you've lived here I've your sisters have come to some of the watch parties I've done before what are you going to miss most about um leaving your alma mater
1: yeah I think there's there's so much about this state but this institution and this program in particular that is very near and dear to my heart. And I mean, I started following it when I was, you know, in middle school and <laughs> had really lofty goals as a scrub from Cambridge I Sany that I wanted to play there one day. And, you know, was fortunate enough under, you know, then it was Mickey Danny Wright was the head coach to take a chance on somebody who was a little bit of a high risk person to bring on. And it ended up being an incredible experience. And so that has really been able to shape kind of how I like back to how I viewed being a risk taker within this profession and, you know, being courageous to make moves and, you know, be able to stretch myself and try out new environments. And when I feel like I've gotten enough out of an environment, stretch myself again and challenge myself in another way. So um, being able to come back as a coach and be surrounded with, the people within this program, I mean, I'm trying to put it into words what <laughs> gopher soccer is like, and it almost is like if, if you've never experienced it, you almost won't get it. Mm-hmm. And the thing that is the most impactful part of the experience are the people within the program and within the department. Like Being a gopher is one of the greatest things that I've ever done. It's one of my greatest prides. Um, within my life, and so having the opportunity to come back is something that, I mean, I'll absolutely cherish that opportunity for the rest of my life, and um, making this decision in this time in particular, because we're all away from each other, and, you know, it was a really hard decision for me to decide to leave a program that means so much to me, but at the end of the day, this was an incredible opportunity, and I was really fortunate in this time when most people are not hiring, like Mm -hmm. most people are on job freezes. And I mean, that's just the reality of the climate Mm -hmm. that we're in right now. And so to have the opportunity and an offer to go and lead a program that the values and, you know, the vision and the mission of the department are right in line with what I would hope for, for an opportunity like this was just something that I couldn't pass up. It felt like felt Mm -hmm. right. Felt like a perfect fit. And also, I mean, it just was an amazing opportunity. Obviously, like, can't express enough how sad I am to leave mm-hmm. this program and these players and this staff that has been so incredibly supportive. Um, but this is a really exciting time for me. And me and my husband are absolutely pumped to be moving to <laughs> Southern Utah. The more a little bit warmer. Hopefully, we find plays of the pool. But just really excited for a change of scenery and a new challenge and a new opportunity. And we'll just attack it with everything that we have, like every other stop along
0: the way. So, gonna miss you here in Minnesota. I mean, the you know, all all the players are just absolutely review you. The coaching staff loves you. We're gonna we're gonna miss you on the sideline, but also. You know, I would be lying if I didn't say I was excited to see you lead a program. And now we have a great excuse to, you know, tune into the WAC games. Maybe we can get you here for a, you know, get Dixie State here for a spring game or an exhibition sometime. Get get yeah, the
1: Gophers a years.
0: get the get the <laughs> Gophers down to to do a, a preseason game or something. I'm sure they wouldn't say no to some heat. Uh, well, maybe not August. Maybe spring game would be better. Maybe maybe they'll enjoy Utah more in, in that in those times. Um, But Molly, thanks so much. Congratulations on the gig. um, And we'll be following you at Dixie State.
1: Thanks so much. As always, really, really appreciate your support and super excited to keep supporting the Gophers moving forward, but looking forward to your guys' support as I transition. So thanks again.
0: All right. See ya.